Irina Skaya. Yes. All right. Welcome to the show. Thank welcome you so to much Shirley for joking. Me. Um, as you just mentioned, you are Russian, although I thought you said you were Ukrainian. I am although Ukrainian. Although I know that's way up in the air right now. So maybe <laughs> awkward moment. <laughs> I, I am uh, originally from Ukraine, but when... Uh, when I was there, I mean, I was born after the fall of the Soviet Union, but I, we grew up, it's a, it's almost like the difference between, uh, Myanmar and, um, uh, Burma Mm -hmm. or no, what's the, say it, (laughs) what's the smart thing I'm trying to say right now? Myanmar and it used to be called, oh, Bombay, no, Bombay versus Mumbai. So (laughs) to me, it's like a name change. And Uh I know that Ukraine is independent separate, but it's also not. So anyways, the, the complications. Also, a lot of people don't know where Ukraine is. So mm-hmm. just say Russia because it's big. I like how you use like Bombay and Mumbai. <laughs> as yeah. the, as like as the friendly example that it, all the Americans will understand right. uh, this even more esoterically. I want people to know I read a lot. <laughs> yeah, most people are like, have we had a war there yet? <laughs> um, then I've never heard of it. Sorry. Do we have oil there? <laughs> so do you consider yourself ethnically Russian? Yeah. And okay. culturally uh for for a long time i was young when we moved here i would really sort of despise my russian heritage and i got made fun of a lot and i would pretend to be super american so i would like talk like this and just Mm -hmm. be very uh, (laughs) anti-ukraine anti-russia and then i don't know in high school it was just a switch Patreon for Surely You're Joking. I'd really appreciate it if you're a fan of the show or even if you're not, but you listen anyway. Please go to patreon.com slash SYJ. Donate whatever you can, a dollar or 10 cents. Um, if you make it recurring, even better. Really appreciate this. We had a, this, my week last week was really fun. I, this is one of the things I was hoping Mitch and I would talk about. We went to JPL. Oh, my God. And we got a VIP tour, mostly because of Jimmy. How'd I you... mean, I'm kind of VIP, too. But right. There, I was going to say, more you, too. <laughs> um, and it was awesome. We went and we saw the... Uh, we went to the floor where... Uh, like, the observation room where the important people look down at mission control. And it's like there's all these live feeds of all the different missions orbiting the Earth and everything. That's and then... fucking... Do they do... Is it open to the public? Too? It is open to the public, but the VIP ones are like streamlined. You can get it within three days. If you're an American citizen, you can go there. Um, really and if fast. you're not an American citizen, fuck you. I think it's just more paperwork. Okay. Um, it's uh, you know I used to work at Los Alamos, and it's it's the same there, except there there's actually a good reason. At JPL, not so much. There's do not much of a reason. Do but. you do um, any work with like aliens? You know, Mitch brought that up like eight times on the tour. <laughs> We're both retarded. That's why. <laughs> he kept thinking uh, that's what all the security is yeah. about. Like, mm, are you no. involved in alien stuff? <laughs> it's really amazing how when you're on the other side of the thing, like uh, how the, how boring it right, ends up right. actually being. Like right. uh, the same thing happened with this. I learned this lab in Italy, and it's it's about as like like the Italian version of deep state as you can get, and that it's literally a mile underground in the center of a mountain. Like it's. It sounds like a James Bond. Like layer. a James like, Bond, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like but they're Italian, yeah. so they're they're not professional. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, <laughs> look at that woman over there with that ass. Uh, that's not Italian. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> oh, bella bambina. Right. Okay. Yeah. You can get uh, order a pizza, and that's how you sneak in. That's that would be the Italian layer. That's secret. funny. That's funny. My my dad used to say my mom my mom has very big boobs and my mom uh, my dad used to say my mom can breastfeed an entire Italian army and I never knew what that meant but I love it. It's like who, these are adult men, uh, all right. I love how Italian like is just the thing that everybody's okay with. Making like a fun of? Yeah, yeah, like nobody's sensitive about it well, anymore. Well, no, no. I mean, but, the people still make fun of Russians. I mean, how many how many times am I a hooker or, or you know a, a villain? I know, like, but it's not okay anymore. I would say. I mean, it's it's starting to be upsetting. Really, you think? Yeah, so? Yeah, I think so. But like, like I'm not uh, upset. Oh, not, or white people getting upset? I for think me? white people are getting upset. Yeah, for me. I think no, just no, every no. time relations are bad, then people are like, hey, you can't do. I don't know. Right. But, and and I think there's a lot of, like you were mentioning in your story, which hopefully will re- restart from me. <laughs> You're saying that there's a change from your childhood, which is very similar to how my my wife told me her childhood was too. She got made fun of a lot for being from Poland. So oh, your wife is Polish. Yeah, my she's a Pole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she did she go to Chicago? No, just New Jersey. Lot, yeah, there's, there's just only two options. Of, yeah, right. <laughs> New Jersey um, and uh, well, that's really Chicago. cool. How old was she when she immigrated? Uh, five. Okay. Yeah. So like around uh, my age. Uh, does she still speak Polish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what's funny is um, everyone, she's, she's not really aware of it, but she says everyone tells her that she sounds like a five-year-old. 
because I guess in Polish, like the way you speak as a child changes right. as you get right. older. And so, uh, like when she goes around, she just she sounds like the equivalent of like I like fishies. That's funny. You know? That's probably what <laughs> like, I sound to them. That's like really I do doo in my pants, or you know, it's just like so everyone treats her like she's got like a mental <laughs> problem or something because she sounds like an adult speaking like a five year old. <laughs> but it's just the way that right. the the language is set up. It's like you change the way you you speak as you get older. Does she speak English with an accent, or she was uh, young no, enough that she doesn't, she doesn't have one? If you're really careful, you can hear it. What? I can hear it, and but it's it's like she's really good at hiding it, just like, like no, well, when I tell people like yeah, I'm from. Russia they go oh you know what I, I've heard, I hear an accent I'm like no you don't you don't if you don't hear an accent I just yeah. place that in your head but there is no accent oh yeah no that definitely I hear some Russian like what are you talking about it's like, I don't fucking sound like that I do the worst Russian accents. I sound like Count Chocula. Isn't that the worst? Like when you're from a place. I was born yeah. in New Jersey, and I used to have a legit Jersey Shore accent because no. my yeah because my uh, my my like nurse my this lady that took care of me as a kid. My your what wet do you nurse. call that? No, <laughs> your what nurse? Au pair. She could feed an Italian <laughs> army uh, is it in an, Jersey. Uh, au pair. Yeah. Uh, no, a nothing nanny. that fancy. No, we weren't rich enough it's to have nanny. a fancy name. Yeah, a nanny. Okay. Yeah, but a Jersey Shore nanny. A Jersey so, Shore nanny. Yeah. Damn. That's a, that, that could actually be a really good reality right. show. Welcome back to the nannies of Jersey Shore. So I told Vicky that if he doesn't shut that motherfucking kid's mouth up. Dude, her name was Vicky. I'm not shitting you. Her what? name was Vicky. Are you serious? Yeah. That's funny. Anyway, she That's was funny. great. Um, That's funny. But uh apparently when i came here like i freaked my grandmother out my grandmother's from uh switzerland and she was like why is he talking like like she was horrified she she thinks everyone she she's like classic like right. european snob well, so she's yeah, like Swiss she thought everyone should speak with like the queen's english yeah. even though like there's no queen in switzerland but no like, i get when, it when get you're in london you should say that this um, mic is gonna smell like coffee when i'm doing it i'm so sorry just <laughs> there's heads been up. a lot of coffee yeah, sprayed heads on up. It, so <laughs> uh yeah so i i was embarrassed about where i was from and again getting made fun of i do people call you commune yeah call me like a commune yeah. you know hooker and whatever like all that all that shit but it wasn't it wasn't the names that hurt me they although you were born you, you're, you're a youngster so you're born after the soviet union so yeah. you didn't get the commie part as much but i we still did because yeah. they watched old but it movies. was really bad in the 80s yeah yeah it was yeah, really yeah, yeah. Bad. that's true and um they just be like you know you're a hooker and your dad's in the mob blah 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 which yes but what does that have to do with anything right <laughs> so i it it was it was difficult for me until i finally just embraced it mm -hmm. and they were like, you're you're evil because you're Russian. I was like, you know what? I am evil. And I would like bring a knife to school and I became the bad, you know, the badass chick. Uh, and yeah, and that uh, that still hasn't changed. So. Uh -huh. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I just I learned to. Well, and then I think just America started to realize like Russian tricks are pretty badass. So, yeah. And also the other thing I I would go back to Ukraine every summer for mm -hmm. a few years so Where you know, in Ukraine? Kiev, Kiev. the capital yeah. yeah and i didn't understand how much my parents sacrificed until i was a teenager and i went back and i saw how people lived and what they had done for us how what what it took to leave because there's still family members in ukraine that are mad at us because they didn't leave you know, and we, it, it's like going to another planet, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't speak the language, you don't know the people, and you might not survive. That's really, we didn't know anything, right? So going back and seeing what they left behind for us, like me and my siblings to have a better life, it was so disrespectful for me to not respect my culture. I think that's kind of when the shift happened. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm such a fucking elitist. So <laughs> I think awesome. Ukraine's the best. Yeah, um, I'd like to go there sometime. Don't go there now. Lots of Americans being kidnapped. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just know because my cousin does some of the kidnappings. <laughs> right. I know you think well, I'm joking. I was joking. hoping I could like dial up and that yeah. would be my... Uh, he hasn't agreed. No, I mean, there was a dude just full on executed, shot in the street by presumably by Putin or something. Like, oh, yeah, just yeah, full yeah. full blown in Yemtsov. Kiev. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> yeah, actually. Well, my cousin has a, an agreement with the the pilots, some of them. Mm -hmm. They'll give him a list of all the Americans traveling to Ukraine. And then 
he meets them and he pretends to be a taxi and then robs them. Oh my god. Yeah. So, oh. but here's well, the thing. there's hope. Poland used to be like that, and now it's not. So yeah, no. <laughs> there's a possibility that that will turn around. Poland's point. not like that now. No, not really. It's gotten really way better. But I yeah. heard there are a lot of. Um, there's still issues. There refugees issues. was the word I was going to use. Oh no, they the the controversy there is they're not get, they're not taking the refugees. <laughs> they have uh, a lot of Ukrainian bit. refugees. That's Do they their, really? Okay. Yeah, that's their new argument against it. They're like, because people are accusing. We, we took the right kind of refugees. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> right. They're like, well, look, because they're basically it's like they're arguing with England, right? You know, because they're because Poland's still mad at England for Brexit, and they're like, you know, and they're like going through a bad breakup, right? <laughs> so I texted you about Ukraine, and I never heard back, right? And they're you know they're really sensitive they don't want to be called racist they're really sensitive about that um and so they came up with this new thing which is pretty good argue. i had a hard time refuting it it's like look we're taking a lot of ukrainian refugees and you just mm-hmm. want us to take middle eastern refugees and we're the only ones actually going and fighting there so i agree why are you, I, I why think are you doing that to i us? think that's a really valid argument i think it was too convince me <laughs> yeah i think it's a really valid super valid argument so um and let's face it, the refugees probably want to go to England anyway. <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, not to discuss politics. I don't no- know if you normally do. But I, as an immigrant, people think I have to have a specific stance on immigration. I have the complete opposite. I mean, we had to wait in line for a very long time to get in. We mm-hmm. came here legally. You know, we I, I had to take a test when I got older. My parents took a test for me. We had to learn about the culture. So I'm very, I feel very strongly about immigration laws. And I don't think we should just let everyone in. The other part of that is first second and third wave uh immigration so when we were when people were leaving in the 80s and 90s it was the elite of ukraine and russia doctors lawyers mm-hmm. engineers the brain, the brain yeah. yeah um which can really harm the country a lot right but i mean right but all I, the all the inte- it's still anyone with good sense will still do it yeah right all the intelligentsia intelligentsia yeah my father-in-law is, is yeah. a famous mathematician so That's, you know as he came here and right. you know did uh, number crunching so but with every few year, every 10, 20 years, the the caliber of people that are coming here are getting shittier. So I don't even. I, it's true. I don't. I, and if I get skewered for this, fuck you. Like you'll get skewered by your family. Things. No. Like, yeah. Then the family starts. Yeah. Coming. That's actually my excuse for not bringing my cousin into. Right, you know, right. uh, but no, it's true. And I don't even want Russian people here unless they have something to offer. I'm serious. Mm. Or Ukrainians. I if unless they have something to offer. Like for example, my cousin. He's um, shout out to pilot. <laughs> his name is pilot he's a drummer in like uh in the most famous band in all of russia he's a drummer and he is in the top one percent of talent in all of russia and he wants mm. to move here he's visiting me now and he wants to move here because he has reached the peak and he's doing everything i mean he has filled out this paperwork four or five times he got a lawyer he's doing everything and he and he has a really good life over there so if he can do it and I know you're fleeing a war-torn country. I'm sorry. Like, we have so many vets here. We have so many issues here. Like, I just burped into your mic. <laughs> now it's going to smell like coffee. Well, there goes my presidency. Sure. There goes sure. my presidency. <laughs> was that your, that was your speech right there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um. So, anyways, that's how I, that's how I feel <laughs> about immigration. That's how I feel about, um, yeah, all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, send your comments to... Uh to uh syj hashtag syj yeah um uh, and if, yeah and if you have any negatives you can just send your comments to my asshole because uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. no i so like you consider I like yourself both. a like conservative both. or a liberal i mean that's a fairly conservative opinion on immigration i guess although not yeah. exactly but i mean so i was never or just in general or do you do you reject that kind of label altogether? yeah i, I reject all labels because you know i'm spiritual uh <laughs> no i I I was never political. I never cared about politics. Uh, and then uh, politics started seeping into the culture and, and identity politics came out. Yeah. It is unavoidable. So right I now. avoided it for as long as possible. And then it people would uh, ask me about it, approach me about it, uh, question me why, why, because they didn't know how I felt about anything. And I would keep a lot of it very hidden. And my dad said, when you do that, you start rotting from the inside. So he said, you, you should be honest about these feelings. Mm-hmm. And once I started being honest, uh, people, it was 50-50. People were like, oh my God, I love what you're saying. Or they would shut me down so hard that I knew I was onto something. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I'm not political. That is the hardest part about going out there. And yeah. just, especially nowadays, because it's so crazy like you just get swarmed by bizarre mm-hmm. bots and trolls and everything online um but it's also like really it's 
it's really exciting to get both people super angry at you and then people coming up and saying, I love what you said. That's so amazing. And, right. Yeah. You know, I, and, and, uh, I am growing a little fan base. So that's cool. <laughs> uh, I can't lie. I just What's can't lie What's your Twitter anymore. handle? Let's, let's pop that in I don't right do the, the only Skya is on my Instagram, but mm-hmm. just You're hit me up. You're not doing the Twitter? No, just wow. hit me up on Facebook. I'll do Twitter for my podcast. Okay. All but right. I don't understand Twitter. That's, uh, that's, that sounds like a millennial. You're like, you're already past that. Yeah, very, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm way past to insta oh my god <laughs> next you're gonna tell me to read email <laughs> <laughs> no i yeah i don't i don't do twitter but facebook me like i get facebook messages and i always respond to them uh yeah so it's either 50 50 but again my and this comes from my, my culture my history my background we moved to this country so i because we weren't allowed to speak freely in that country so when you tell me i can't say that it's such an affront mm-hmm. to to who i am and what my parents did for me that i i cannot allow it so when someone says you're not allowed to say that i always say no motherfucker you're not allowed to say that i can mm-hmm. say whatever the fuck i want so how much do you think like this you're not allowed to say it thing that is undeniably there i mean it's like everyone's trying to call out or whatever everybody else but how much of it do you think is that we kind of like dropped people into this giant world bubble you know like so so as a kid i traveled to africa and i got like major major Malaria. culture yeah, no, culture shock <laughs> yeah so i mean what the world is really really different right mm-hmm. like all over and what's weird about social media is it just suddenly like it was like being in a giant room you know it's just like everybody is there yeah all at once sharing their opinions and i wonder how much of this is like you know this uh this like outrage recreational outrage Joe, recreational that's Joe a good Rogan. term I Joe love Rogan he came up with that. it yeah, that's yeah, yeah. perfect yeah that is, that's what it, yeah, yeah it's the perfect name for it yeah how it's much like of that's it, my ho- my hobby is i go to yeah, line and yeah and I'm, <laughs> like, uh, I'm normally a day clerk but i sit there like talking about how people need to be right <laughs> like hung for saying whatever. right it's always so extreme too i so <laughs> but but isn't that mm-hmm. part of it though like i mean this is i've been working with this recently this this is just hear me out here i'm okay, like toying yeah. with this idea that um you know like the internet is amazing like i always thought the internet would be like oh we'll all share our feelings and we'll all agree and realize that everything's great right and, and come like together that just went completely backwards where it's like you know what maybe we didn't want to all know each other's opinions and that's yeah. part of it like now we're like oh the world has a lot of opinions i didn't want to hear well you know? our tribe isn't supposed to be this big yeah our exactly. tribes are, yeah. are um do you have a pen and paper um, yeah. So I can take notes because I'm an overachiever. Uh, I how much of it do I think? Yes, I. I so so social media is it's uh, it's evil and it's also awesome depending on what you do with it. My always biggest issue with social media and all the activism has been. Look, you want to write stuff online. You want you want to be an activist online. That's totally great. But do it in real life, too. So I try to do less online and more in real life, because no matter how angry you get online, it's not going to change anything. So to me, it's the difference between action versus emotion. And I I work in treatment. I work in rehab. Uh, so when I hear people talking about uh, certain issues and talking to me as if uh, I I, my job isn't to save lives. It it's very offensive to me. Like you don't know what you're talking about. It's like you don't know my life because mm-hmm. because I have white skin. You you know my story. So I I I try to um. I've I've tried to be nicer. Basically, is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. I I'm not. I never want to alienate people. I want to have a discussion. But do you feel like it's hard to have a discussion? Um. Yeah yeah why uh like in person or in no real life? i mean both i just feel like yeah, well, yeah i've been both. running into this weird problem I mean, this is gonna sound strange but people don't argue with me enough i mean right. i think i'm one of the few people i think it's because um people are like, scared of confrontation well they're not i think it's because like as soon as people find out um i have a phd like that's just not an argument they want to have you know it's just like they're not gonna a phd in what uh, nuclear physics. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that? Jesus fucking Christ. No, I knew you were a genius, but I didn't. God, I can't believe you just dropped that like that. I, well, I thought you do. Whoa. <laughs> well, I have but, okay, a but... BA in theater arts. Well, so when I was younger, though, people were like, oh, just because you're in college or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, once I got the, you know, mm-hmm. once I got the, uh, the PhD, like, it... Where'd you get it from, by the way? Caltech. 
here in Pasadena. I've heard some good stuff about that yeah, place. It's pretty good school. <laughs> yeah, no, to... see, that's the thing is like, as far as like, uh, you know, street cred, mm-hmm. well, not street cred, but academic street cred, mm-hmm. you know, the hard streets of you're, science. You're the M&M yeah. of, of the <laughs> right. bad boys of science. Right. And so like people back off or they'll just completely ignore, like those will be like, oh, fine, I'm not going to fight this battle and then leave. And so... Um, you know, it's, it's fun to be respected. I like that part about mm-hmm. my life. It's part of mm-hmm. why I went into academia, but it's also, I miss arguing with people and I don't like the fact that when I'm not, I used to argue with people anonymously and I think that was more fun to be honest. I, I completely, <laughs> I completely agree with you 100%. If I, I, I love to, I don't even use the word argue, debate, discuss, e- even argue, just listen. I'm so curious about the whole, the world and, and information, and I just want to sp- kind of be a sponge and, and suck everything up. Uh, but it's hard because you're right. People shut you down right away. If I was talking to you and I found out that you were uh, an, a n- nuclear, phys- nuclear physicist, <laughs> I would I would make even more effort to talk to you because why would why would i spar with someone who's a white belt it's like that's do you know what i'm saying you're uh, you're a mental black belt well people like talking to me i, I love talking yeah, to people online that. yeah um but i would want to learn from you not not shut you down i get a lot of uh, like private messages people asking me stuff for like and it's always it's i, I mean I, i'll answer them like sure. life questions or no yeah, like science questions too most science questions which i love answering them but I also wish they would be like public just because then. Right. Are you political? Uh, yeah. Pretty. What, yeah. what would you say? Well, I'm I'm a pretty hard centrist in it or like not a libertarian affiliated. or something? No, I'm okay. not a libertarian. Oh, okay. I'm not, okay. I don't actually. Uh, I like a lot of libertarians most of the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's like a, um, I'm definitely would consider myself like a globalist, for example, which libertarians are not. What does that uh, mean? Well, just I think that we live on a planet and countries have to cooperate. Oh, crap. Like a big part of the Trump movement was the anti-globalism. and um, Meaning like closed borders? Is that? Yeah. Well, you know, see, that's part of the problem is that you can call yourself a globalist and then like any label, then people automatically start grouping in things to it. It's like, right, oh, you're for right. open borders, you're for blast migration and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's not really true. That's not. There's a whole laundry list of things that can be assigned to it or not. But mm-hmm. I definitely believe that um, there are a lot of problems that need to be solved by countries working together in alliances. I definitely think Europe and America should be aligned. Eastern um, Europe or all of Europe? Western Europe? Oh, yeah. Eastern Europe, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one, too. Yeah. Well, like Poland and America have an amazingly long right. history together. Okay. I, a lot of people don't know this in America, but the the... Uh, Poles actually fought in the American Revolution. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that until I went to Poland either, which oh, I think is cool. really sad that they don't teach that. Like, there's a lot they don't teach. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. That's. But uh, they have a uh, Washington was really well respected there. There's a street named Washington. Uh, wow. In uh, Warsaw. That's <laughs> which amazing. Is really weird. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. So do. You, for okay, so with this immigration thing, I mean, with the the Syrian refugees and and well, what's your what do well, you think? Okay, so. This is where uh, globalism can come into conflict with itself. Um, I very strongly think the way to resolve refugee problems is to go and solve them at their source and not to just ignore the problem and then wait for, you know, and then just pretend that you're open hearted and bring everyone in because I don't think you're actually helping people when you do that. So, you know, I'm a pretty strong interventionist, especially with Syria. And What do you uh, mean? Like, uh, as in a war, or we should come in and... I mean, we've been there a long time. Well, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> this is where libertarians and I'd probably split, is that, you know, most people say, like, let's just leave that alone. But I think it's not a thing you can leave alone, and it will... Well, um, we've already... We're in so deep, I don't think we'll ever be able to, you know, fully get out. But how do you recommend... What do you think is the best strategy on the ground well, I don't. I don't think I want to get into that. Oh, right I'm sorry. Now. Okay, no, sorry. it's okay. I've talked about it before. Oh, on I didn't know. Okay, I don't mind talking about politics, but that's that's too heavy. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I'm just curious. I I want to know how a genius feels about all this stuff. That's why I'm asking. Oh, that's when it. That's what. That's when there's anti-genius movements and stuff, though. Oh, yeah? People don't always like what geniuses have to say, and then they're like, ah, oh, he's not a genius to begin with. Have Have you discussed flat Earth on the podcast? 
I get asked about it a lot. I mean, <laughs> Do you really? Well, not not like seriousness, uh, but like like uh, I posted this. Oh, I posted this photo of South of uh, uh, sorry of Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Uh, fellow student of mine, uh, a former student, sorry, um, sent me this. Uh, I'm this sorry, photo. used to be a teacher. No, I was just a mentor. Oh, okay. But um, um, she was she's a scientist down at the South Pole. And she sent me this picture, Whoa. and I was like, oh my god, this is awesome! I'm going to share it. And so the flag ceremony that occurs on the the. Uh, on New Year's Day, which is all day, by the way, their New Year's Eve lasts an entire twenty-four hours in the South Pole. Wow! Because it's because it starts at one side and it rotates all around. So you're, it's That's actually so cool. it's uh, the North Pole and the South Pole. It's technically New Year's Eve, like for a twenty-four hour period. Very That's weird. That's awesome. So they have this ceremony where they move the flag, and the reason they move the flag is because the um, the the ice moves, and so they got to move it every year because of global the new, warming. Uh, no, just because it's uh, just. I mean, it is because it's melted at the bottom, but it's it's under so much pressure that it moves like a glacier. So it's it's uh, it's not related to global warming. I it's see. always been moving, but because uh, uh, this is global warming at the South Pole has pretty much no effect, and it won't for hundreds of years. It's probably the last place on Earth that would be affected by it. I mean, it might happen at some point. But. So you're saying the, the flat Earth theory is in in fact well, accurate. So uh, okay, so now you're reminding me why I was talking about this. So I posted this and I started getting these like com. Oh, Joe Rogan liked the tweet. He follows me on Twitter. So. Stop it. Yeah, and he liked the tweet. And then this is how unfair the algorithms are. They're like, oh, a guy with millions of followers liked the tweet, and so then suddenly just like the algorithms go in overdrive, and this thing starts going viral, and it's like hundreds of thousands of people are looking what was at it. it? It's just my photo. It was just, I mean, it was just this photo that the student sent me. Of I, but the, why was it so magical that, that he liked it? And that's because that's how the new social media algorithms amazing. work. Mm. That's, this is like, this is the new freedom of speech that we don't know about or have control over. It's controlled. It's not controlled by us anymore. It's not controlled by oh, a board at Twitter. They think they're controlling it maybe, but the reality is it's a bunch of algorithms and they're interacting with a bunch of other robots of other people trying to get their own agenda in. Right. And it's it's just And a also mess. Russia meddling. And Russian trolls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I get called a troll a lot because... Just for being Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for being five pounds overweight. No, for, um, for disagreeing with people, they have... They think I can't be anything other than a troll because mm-hmm. I have a different sort of view on the world but i've also traveled a lot that's why i have a different i've been to other countries i know what the rest of the world looks like yeah. and it doesn't look like la yeah I think, guys you gotta travel i yeah. can't tell you that enough <laughs> like go outside get on a plane yeah Slum- don't, i mean don't you can slum it, get a backpack mo- yeah. and go don't slum say it. you don't have enough money for it you can make that back in like yeah. three months rent hostels yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, go com- anywhere. I completely agree. Uh, did you travel a lot when you were? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I've been to about 25 countries. Uh, For genius conventions? No, well, my mom was really into traveling. My parents have traveled way more than me. They've lived in, uh, they've been to Iran, they've been to Yemen, they've been to uh, India, Pakistan. It's all the um, party countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I used to live in, in Africa, I used to live in Cameroon. How long? Uh, I lived for about a year when I was a kid. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Um, do you, really did, do you love it over ba- there? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I don't think it's a shithole. <laughs> well, I don't either. Yeah. Um, Is uh, that one of the countries he said was a shithole? Well, he, I think he just said all, all of them. Africa was a all shithole. It wasn't specific, but uh, I, yeah, that, that did, upset me a little bit. Um, I mean, it hurt my feelings. I, I, it hurt my feelings because I knew it would hurt their feelings. Mm. And uh, Yeah, you're empathetic. Yeah. And uh, what's great about Cameron is they really don't, they they hate that stereotype of mm-hmm. it looking like you know like they hate that stereotype of like starving africans that we see on tv all the time because they're really proud of the fact like you know that africa has a lot of problems i'm not gonna yeah but it's changed that. dramatically it's changed a lot but and unfortunately some things haven't changed but but in the case of cameroon they're not starving so right. it's, it's it's not that they're saying that it's well, their quality it's awesome, of life but, is also it's a little well Different. It's, it's different. <laughs> yeah, d- different sort. It, I would use all this. The point here is with the starving thing. It's a. Uh, it's it's that specific thing. It's not. It's so awesome here. Why don't people see it's awesome? They're like they don't like the stereotype that it, they're starving because they could really proud of the fact that 
Cameroon has all this food. Like it really does. It's like they it's, they have they have their own. Yeah, I mean it's I everywhere. Mean, the foods. So they grow everywhere. it there. Okay. Yeah, like uh, bananas are ten times better there than they are here. Little things like. Did that. Did you ever feel in danger when you were living there? Oh, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's scary all the time. Okay. Uh, Just... Yeah, like getting. Uh, I got really used to. I mean, as a kid growing up, I hadn't seen like you know police with machine guns. That's a more common sight now, even, right? Even right. in the U.S. and in in uh, Europe. But as a kid, I was like that scared the shit out of me we'd get pulled over ran i'm not sorry not pulled over go through checkpoints nonstop. Mm-hmm. there's just checkpoints all mm-hmm. over the country just guys with ak's and then they just stand there and hold like detain you until until somebody uh, bribes them so it's not a on. shithole country it's the scariest fucking country <laughs> that's what you're trying to well, say well it's scary and then once you get used to it it's like not scary you know mm-hmm. surely you're joking yeah don't call me don't Shirley. Call me Shirley. There yeah, you yeah, go. yeah. Although it's spelled like Shirley, you're joking, Mr. Feynman. Right. So it's a pun. How'd you get? How'd you get him on the podcast? Uh, well, so I work for this thing called the Science Exchange. I don't work in that I get paid, but I, I do science advising. God, and... you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna start. Stop arguing uh, with you. Yeah, I know. No, I, know I wanna. I wanna learn <laughs> everything you know. Um, so I do, I do this, I do science advising. So I, I worked on Thor. That's my, my big credit for that one. And, um, and he started this thing called the science and entertainment exchange and they, uh, they hook up scientists with Hollywood people. That's and amazing. To, and I get to go to these fun events where they like have, uh, like panels and that was my biggest issue with bar. transformers. I was just like, I don't think, uh, engineering wise it makes sense i think there's a lot of mechanical issues oh yeah that's and that's just all yeah (laughs) dude that's fucking awesome you know the other problem with transfer i don't want to spread rumors but (laughs) (laughs) but i've heard on the street michael bay films like a lot of the actors get injured a lot oh wow yeah you're gonna say have sex with them well that's probably happens yeah yeah Yeah, sex injuries i know all about this uh whoa that's so awesome i and i think it's a great idea to combine those two worlds it's really fun i like it and that's why i do this podcast too it's kind of like doing that same thing wow okay so so that's yeah we get to go to jerry's house uh me jimmy and owen and uh, owen griff Uh, owen benjamin i'm sorry you're friends with owen benjamin he used to do this podcast with me yeah there's so much we have to discuss. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is the most legit podcast I've ever done. I'm you're honestly blowing me away right now. I feel like I'm doing an advertisement for your podcast. This is so great. Uh-huh. We'll oh, talk which about is a great this. time to mention to help support this podcast. Yes. Go to Patreon dot com slash syj and donate whatever you can. If you keep it monthly, it'll really help. Uh, we're getting a lot of good donations, and if we get it to the next level, I'm going to start doing live streaming and videos and put it on youtube and you'll so have see me that on goal. more often and i'll have you on more often and yeah. i'll wear uh, very <laughs> revealing clothing because i know how to keep attention so whoa, especially uh, if we go video that's right, going to be more important uh, i'm uh people I'm, can't hear revealing clothing well, right, I mean, it's you not like they're listening effects. anyways you could do sound effects with right, it probably right. i don't know like <laughs> i that's so cool I, I'll, a silky I'll, slip or something <laughs> sounds like in audio it probably sounds like something fun that's funny so <laughs> oh that's awesome i i reached out to him i i like him i like what he's doing i like his work i He's yeah. freaking me out, to be honest. I think he's going too far. I agree yeah. with you. Oh my god, I didn't want to. He say blocked it. me. Is another thing, by oh, the way. Okay. Fans of the podcast, a lot of his fans listen to this. Uh, get him to unblock me. Why? What happened? Oh, I don't want to go into the okay. details because okay. I'll just cause him. But he he thinks it's funny online. Um, he just blocked yeah. you everywhere. Okay. No, I'm telling you, he's one of the people. He can't argue. With a genius yeah. of my yeah. caliber. How long have you guys been friends? I also started insulting his friends, so that was. How long have you guys been friends? Um, about. For three or four years? Yeah, I, I Not agree. That long. Uh, well, you know what's funny is uh, I found out I had met him a long time ago after we became friends because I started doing comedy much later, only about four years ago. Mm. And uh, it was and then when we met and we were hanging out. In LA. You, met, you guys met in LA? Yeah, yeah. It, it was when we hung out. He always seemed really familiar that I was going back through old Facebook photos and I found this photo of me and him oh. at a show where he was performing. And I was like, oh, yeah, this guy, he's awesome. He's going to be famous someday. That's so cool. <laughs> I But I completely agree with you. I don't know what he's fighting for anymore yeah i think he's lonely but he has a kid and a wife but he's in the middle of the snow and i don't know yeah i but just but you know okay so you're talking about trolls russian trolls i don't want you to get offended because i I, talk a lot about russian hey there's nothing you could say to because what frustrate you mentioned something that is a really one of the biggest casualties i think of this this uh like active measures campaign that is going on in the world what's that 
so active measures is uh when uh you create like discourse and uh you know disunity in a country in order to stop them from attacking you it's you know it's a common uh practice the soviet union used it like crazy putin's an expert at it um there's books written on it by his his staff um i wish i could plug one i'll plug one if i can when active I find the discourse name. no uh active measures measures so, yeah um, and it's a really good technique because it's a nonviolent way of, you know, disrupting a competitor. Is it almost like gaslighting a bit? It can, no. it, well, that's one of the techniques that okay. could be used. Yeah. yeah. But um, like a really, uh, you know, and Putin does this in Russia too, mm -hmm. but it's it's more dramatic when he does it in other countries. But, um, you know, it, it, it used to be used on the left in the U.S. like crazy. And what's weird about it now is that now it's kind of just everywhere. Um because now it's it uh ironically the technique to micro target these um these you know trolls at people of a certain viewpoint that was invented purely by you know by californians by uh you know it's how the e-commerce works basically it's the tunnel mm -hmm. foundation of the modern internet economy is that you micro target someone and then you you try and convince them to buy something that they're interested in that's that's like that's how google makes all right. its money that's how facebook makes its money mm -hmm. that's the that's the birthplace of it but what's funny is now it's being used for the same thing except instead of buying something it's to get somebody to think a certain way right you know, it's to spread uh it create influence by using the same types of al algorithms that are usually used just to sell advertising now all these different uh countries and companies and random people and and uh and political campaigns so they're all picking up this technology and using it to try and spread influence and it's uh it's kind of terrifying but one of the casualties of it in your, like your in your case where you said is now if you're just a regular russian right. you're going you're just washed in this like you know this hysteria of people freaking out about not knowing how to confront this uh new technology coming at them from all directions and it's i wish it had it's been a year since the election when you know it sort of reached peak attention because all the democrats were convinced that that was the sole cause of all their problems <laughs> um but you know i thought by now because it got so much attention we'd be healthier at being able to do, right. like, fight this. And I'm not seeing any evidence of that. Like, yeah. Like a great example is the release the memo hashtag that came out last week. Mm -hmm. There's all these analytical tools available now. And all the evidence was that this was just like a, a artificially produced phenomenon of spreading this hashtag. And all these people got into it or making memes and getting excited about it. And it just, there was like nothing behind it. It was, right. it was just like, the way accounts can cause influence to occur online it's like it's the weirdest thing to witness but i don't consider that hacking that's not the hacking no the hacking no, no, i know what yeah, you're saying but yeah, yeah. i don't when they when they uh, yeah, I never really it's like, the like it's not you didn't hack i mean that's it's i not don't like the, the term yeah. hacking the election right. but there is some degree of i mean i would like people to to, to acknowledge yeah influence is yeah. a much but better but if you're way so easily it. influenced you know maybe you shouldn't vote well, I, well, maybe, yeah. but. no i know but i i <laughs> but unfortunately i mean what's what is scaring me is that people are easily right, influenced right, right. and they still continue to be like uh, another like really another really bizarre one is uh active measures started pushing the xfl story mm -hmm. i mean why does that even come up right. it's like and and who is running this i mean it's <laughs> It's, it's like all these things are taking their own life now, you know, and no one seems to even... Well, there's money somewhere. There's money going into yeah. it. Oh, for sure. Oh, and Twitter yeah. is taking that money. But, yeah, there's... Uh, they're not making a profit, so... Still, yeah, that's interesting. They're, so they're actually desperate. You know, Facebook's making a profit. I think that's why they're a little bit more willing to be like, mm. no, look, we're just going to be a fun, safe, boring place <laughs> where you argue with your family. But Twitter has <laughs> always been from the beginning, just like, no, we're going to kind of blend... Like the anonymous part of the internet, and you know where people just say whatever the hell they but want. But I do know they fuck with people's accounts. Yeah, and I then know, there's yeah. public ones, right? You know, yeah. and so they mix, and it's like this weird explosion of like real people and fake people. Yeah, but I know, I know they're they pretend like it's it's almost its own entity, but it's not. They they get their hands in there, and I I who uh, Twitter Twitter, yeah. Oh and yeah, I, well they, they want it both ways. I mean, right. all the time, like they want to be like this free speech thing, but they also want to like you know say 
here's all the things we're cutting out right. you know and and it doesn't make any sense they they don't have any clarity there and i think that's straight up from the top mm. uh, i gotta i don't want anyone working at twitter to be <laughs> mad at me but uh i mean they're also not technically that great i mean yeah. i know that sounds weird that this no, company is so you. successful is great but you know on the inside they they don't have the kind of um artificial intelligence gr- people of the same caliber that are working at other companies like Google and, and why Facebook. is that? Why didn't they recruit? Just to- it's. I think it's from the top. Okay. Um. I just. So do you think it's gonna close? No, because okay. it's like everybody loves it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I all just, the people who couldn't get influenced before are now very excited about it. I so. I just don't understand it. I it's not enough. You know what is it? Is it still 140 characters or 130? No, they went up for better or for worse. Okay. I like it better, but okay. Uh, yeah, I I just I like for writing jokes though, because trying to fit in 140 characters. Fitting a joke into that is perfect. Like that was a really nice format. Yeah, but then the fat Jew can steal your joke, so <laughs> I don't. I don't want to put myself online out there like that. Is he still out there? Yeah, now? he's still he out is? there. Actually, okay. yeah, he had a book signing not so long ago. So I, I, I go on every. He's just site. signing other people's yeah, books. <laughs> books. Uh, I go on every site. I listen to every uh, radio news station. I read every article. I, I hate this. I'm all CNN or I'm all Fox. It's like just get pick. Pick from different resources and you can pick and choose what you like. But just mm. for fuck's sake, you can't just keep listening to one thing and assuming everything they're saying is correct. And I know mm. this again because I'm Russian. The propaganda in Russia is absurd. I mean, you should hear how they talk about Putin. He has 150 percent approval rating. <laughs> how? <laughs> so what they what they say. And and by the way, when something happens in America, something big, I always look at the Russian news to see how they twist the story and mm-hmm. it's very fascinating well that's one of the fun things about looking at these uh these new these new um russian tracking sites is that you really you get a weird insight into this mm-hmm. stuff like the the xfl that one really blew my mind like i don't know why but uh putin seems to have an active interest in just destroying the the nfl i mean well, a lot of it is it's because american the, sports yeah <laughs> so i was trying to figure out why that would be is like i'm i'm here's my prediction for the next two two or three years we're gonna slowly there's gonna be this influence campaign to steer us towards hockey that's what i think it's gonna be i think it's that makes like perfect sense. get rid of <laughs> no that <laughs> like makes perfect football. sense and puts into sports right Russians, so there's, yeah. this is probably like for him a major Russians like don't play football <laughs> they play soccer but they don't play football i think you might actually be onto something <laughs> because it's so weird it's like wait a minute you're influencing president one moment and then suddenly you really care about the chief sport so the what town. were they it's doing so with surreal. what were they doing with the hashtags how are they they just uh they have these trolls and 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 robots mostly robots mm-hmm. um but because twitter's so susceptible to robots if they wanted to make it less susceptible they could could, and they just they don't and that's their problem but uh i mean this problem could be solved like overnight if they wanted to i think um but they just don't know how Mm -hmm. or i shouldn't say if they wanted to to. (laughs) they don't want to and i don't think they have the skills to do it and i don't think they actually really still understand it um i don't think congress understands it they're getting a little better but they sound kind of like like well, it's a newer, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Does anyone in Congress look like they no. could use a Twitter right. account? Well, like, that's true. Well, just then they're like, no, they have a in mess. Right, I mean, right. They got yeah. that one down. Yeah, they can somehow always figure that one out. Uh, oh, that's really that's really interesting. I, I think you're right about the hockey. Uh, we he does like sports. That's true. I know, like uh, Steven Seagal and um, and the other one, uh, Steven Seagal and. It's a super weird one who got on TV, who said his name like all perfect. Um, oh, uh, John Travolta? No, uh, he's like Steven. Seagal. He's like the other Steven Seagal. God damn it! Is he Asian? No. Um, Is he white? Yeah. Is he? He? He's an actor. Yeah. He's oh. like a. It's like a bad '90s sports. Uh, Dolph like Lundgren. No. no. Uh, Steve St- Stallone? No, because no. he's a good actor. <laughs> he's a good actor. Um, wait, who is it? Steven Seagal. What Steven movies Seagal was he in? And Van Damme. That was the other oh, one. Oh, yeah. John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, they both like are Putin's friends. So there's these photos of them. It's really it's funny. funny. They like hang out and bro out together. And Seagal got on TV and like he had the weirdest defense against uh, defense of Putin I've ever heard. He said <laughs> Russia doesn't have the capability to to uh use twitter and i thought like that was 
the most insulting defense I'd heard. He's the smartest guy. He's like, they don't know how to use computers in Russia. I'm pretty sure that's not true. Yeah, (laughs) but he'll say whatever he needs to, to, you know, stay buddies with Putin. Yeah, and I think he's stuck there, to be honest. I don't know. Oh, no. Is he he like a... he doesn't have a career here, so I don't know. Is, is, is he like, what's that guy? Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm forgetting everyone's name today. The one who escaped to Russia. Which one? The... Oh, like Snowden? S- Snowden, yeah. yeah he's, he's the like, Snow- Yeah, exactly. He's, he's the Snowden, Snowden of action of movies. Of action movies, that's funny. <laughs> he brought with him, like, he had a he had a thumb drive full of scripts ideas. <laughs> it's like, funny. okay, one where I'm a superhero and I use kung fu to... And I have uh, sex with young girls. <laughs> uh, lots of casual sex i if you have money in russia and you have friends that have influence it's very nice to live there that's what i've heard yeah there's some places yeah there's some places where even if you're the richest guy there it's like ew right like it's still a shithole by the way here's something i'm really a little upset about this podcast used to have a lot of russian listeners and during the campaign last year or you know before the election there were a couple of series of hacks, like random mm-hmm. hacks of of uh, just the internet in general. And to date, I don't really know what they were doing. Like they 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 attacked CNN, Netflix, stuff like that. And um, my site was one where I was the website where the podcast was one of them. I was getting these these hits, and I tracked them down. They're coming from uh, Google's office in Russia. I was like, Whoa. okay, whatever. So it's part of this big deal, uh, denial of service attack or something. And uh, nothing happened. I mean, my the the website went down just like a lot of sites at CNN and Netflix. Mm-hmm. But they came back up. But after that, there were no more Russian listeners. And I was Are you genuinely... Sure? How can you see if they're Russian or not? Uh, well, I mean, there there might be people getting around it by going through another country and coming in. But they, oh, you mean directly from yeah, Russia? Yeah, there's oh. no listeners. There's no listens anymore from Russia. So well, how did maybe you... I offended Russia. And I, don't, I don't know. But That's crazy, though. But why did you used to have Russian listeners? Oh, people listen to this all over the world. I love it. Okay, yeah. so let me Anywhere have you... people speak English. Yeah, uh, I get, want... like, I get a message. I had, I had a fan come from uh, Sydney. Uh, no, sorry, Melbourne. And he's just like, hey, I'm in LA. And oh, he like cool. came and we hung out and had the beers. I want to tell you, please, listen to Kevin's podcast. It's a wonderful podcast. He's so smart, so interesting. Please listen to me if you want to write me. My name is Irina Skaya. Awesome. That's uh, awesome. I'm going to use that as an advertising clip. Yeah, uh, piece of shit. But I don't know. That's fine. Uh, I just want Russian people and American people to start talking again. I don't. I want to stop this bullshit where it's like doing it here going right now. through the f- weird alt right to Russian trolls to people. Like that is not a healthy way to talk to people. It's interesting that Russia <laughs> is kind of on the map now. For a long time, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, and that made me sad. Actually, I think a lot of what we're seeing is because of that. I think like there was a lot of post Cold War humiliation that mm-hmm. was not necessary, and I think a lot of U.S. People did that, and I think they feel guilty about it. Um, and I think, to me, it seemed like the, the appeal of Putin from the beginning is that he was fighting against that. You know, yeah, he and like, he's tough. He's like, yeah, look, I mean, there was a lot of humiliating things, like, you know, the online brides and stuff like that, or mail-order brides. What's and humiliating all of that. about that? Uh, no. hmm? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> it's a great service. But <laughs> yeah, that's how my sister met her current boyfriend. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, but on the Russian end, it's not so great to know that like all the women are leaving and then you're stuck there. Yeah, but... So, but, I mean, it's humiliating for the Russian men, well, not for the Russian women. Well, uh, also, no, I'll tell you why. Because the American women here need to fucking step up their game. <laughs> I would order a chick from Russia, too. I'm not saying that on this side there's yeah, a problem. I'm right. saying no, for Russians back in right. Russia, I think that, that was... Well, the ratio men to women is, is so ridiculous. I mean, there's so many women to yeah. men, and, and um, they, they want to come here clearly for a better life, but also because American men are really into Russian women because uh, they are just better than American women. Uh, <laughs> yeah, propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but... Like uh, like I said earlier, once I started embracing all of that, it was very hard for people to make fun of me. Mm-hmm. I was really like, oh, you came here in a shipping container. And, I would go, <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, I did. Like, And that, they can't really say anything. Oh, you're uh-huh. a communist. Yeah, I am. It's like, embrace it, you know? Do you consider yourself a communist or are you just what? going for it? <laughs> uh, I, when I hear people uh, talking about it or holding signs at protests with... Uh, 
you know, I love socialism. Uh, fuck the government. We want communism. I just want to say, like, open a book. Uh-huh. Or and, visit any, yeah, visit any of the very small number of communist countries left. I mean, we know how yeah. this ends. It's, it's, <laughs> it's scary to me that they think this idea is okay <laughs> this is what's so frustrating talking with though so like we'll have it i do podcasts with him sometimes when he comes and visits and i'll tell him something like tell him i'm not a fan of socialism and he'll run with it and then like i'll see i'll see it's like uh he just you know he spends like a month going like oh god like fuck communism and bernie sanders should be executed like just weird shit i'm like i don't understand that style of, wait so you of, uh, so you anger. say right is it is he just trolling you though no, but he's not trolling me. No, oh. he's just he's feeding his fans. You're not a fan of socialism. No, I'm not. But right. I, I, that doesn't mean I want Bernie Sanders like burned at the stake. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't either. I just these extremes. I, just, I, I, I don't like extremism me in general. Me as a scientist, I like trying to be as unemotional as possible. With you. But it makes for really shitty comedy. It was like, it, I mean, it does. It's a no, problem, I and I've, I've discussed this with him a lot, and discussed it with a lot of people. I'm not sure I can be a, ever like be a really good comedian because I can't get emotional <laughs> enough about sense. it. And we, that people, makes sense. Like stand-up comedy, people want like someone to go over the top to cheer well, for an idea. Well, the, op- the but... opposite of that is a rant. And I see a lot of people ranting and I've seen him rant. Uh-huh. Uh, so the opposite of being emotionless is going up there and being like, women are the best, fuck men, da da da. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's not funny either. Right. So I think right. there's a happy medium, but I think if you can find your style within being emotionless, like, I don't know what Jeslin that comes to mind. So yeah, I, he's subtle. Yeah, yeah I, I think you if you can find... I would rather see that than a person up there preaching because it seems like we're at church. It's just mm. like the pulpit. There's I, so I many sound people. a lot like Joselnik minus the really funny writing. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> but I mean, I'm very, uh, I'm very unemotional on stage. How, what's your style? Um, best coffee I've ever had. Just oh, first of all, you wow. should open a diner here. <laughs> uh, my style, it, it's evolved. I've always kind of known my voice, but uh, I'm super sarcastic. People don't know when I'm kidding. That's kind of interesting. I have that be problem more. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, it. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super sarcastic. My style is uh, very. Um, I'm like a dude on stage. So uh, I'm aggressive, as you can imagine, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm still. I I try still very hard to be charming and like still appealing because there's nothing more uninteresting to me than a, than a comic who is telling jokes but has no like charisma or personality if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so i i guess to answer your question if i the comedians i look up to that i think i would have a similar style to them would um be like a jason collings or Mm -hmm. uh he's hilarious yeah he's awesome yeah Mm -hmm. or even like you know his brother no no i don't uh, it's so funny you just be hanging out and like if i mean now i can tell him apart but i mean at first it was like Hey man, you're great. Good to see you again. Or even <laughs> like uh or even like uh a a Vinny o- O'Shana. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's hilarious. He just texted me. That's funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, even like a Vinny O'Shana. I I like um I love movement on stage and I used to be a ballroom dancer. Mm-hmm. So I I definitely want to be more active on stage and instead of saying it, I want to show it. So a little bit of Sebastian but still like grounded in super reality. So mm-hmm. I talk about my family a lot. I I talk about this kind of what's going on in the world right now yeah i um yeah so that's my i used to talk about politics with Vinny a lot O'Shana? yeah but he's not interested anymore oh Which, I thank st- god thank god for him I'm, bless his heart i'm getting a drink with him tonight actually we're gonna discuss it <laughs> oh at the haha yeah yeah oh cool i was gonna go there too dude Holy come shit. by tonight I'll, yeah. I'll have jason come by we'll all hang out oh sweet yeah. okay yeah uh so my style evolves and changes but the one thing i'm very cognizant of is to just state my opinion and not preach like mm-hmm. I, I just see so much of that and i'm also very concerned with everyone saying the same thing it's like do you that guys can hear, be really boring do you guys hear yeah. about this trump guy he's the worst it's like i would rather go on stage and, and say i want to have sex with trump just because it's something different you know <laughs> i just hear so much of the same work yeah so and, uh, I, I wish there'd be less politics online for that reason that it's just literally getting boring I mean, it got boring a long time ago. I remember after the election, I was like, oh, finally, it's all right. over. We'll <laughs> never have... Like, that did not happen. <laughs> Are you a fan of Jordan Peterson? Jordan, uh, 
you know, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I should listen to one of his no, interviews okay. or something, just... but I haven't. But I know Owen's been talking about him. Yeah, a lot, he's so. a, uh, he's coming here next week. Actually, Wednesday. If there are tickets, you should go. But he's Canadian, and he really rose to to fame like last year. And can and I get him on the podcast? Probably. <laughs> well, you should try. I'm really serious. Right. He's phenomenal. <laughs> like he is phenomenal. He was on Brian Callen's podcast and Joe Rogan's. Joe Rogan really like. Yeah, he just went against. Um, uh, anyways, whatever. I I don't want to say the wrong stuff, but he's so <laughs> he's so smart about things like this. But h- hearing him have a discussion, and he's I don't want to say motionless, but so logical and so grounded in truth that it's unshakable. So watching his interviews, I watch him just like it's almost like porn to me. He. <laughs> They'll like say, brain porn. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be like, isn't it true that you hate women? <laughs> and he'll calmly and rationally explain his point of view. And seeing people like that come out of the woodwork, like uh, Jordan Peterson and also um, the the factual feminist, Christina Hoff Summers, uh, seeing people like that and Ben Shapiro, it's cool. Not a fan of Ben. Okay. Be I honest. like his. I like I'm, his... Not a, I'm not. I'll tell you why. I think. I think he's a he's a coward to be honest. Oh, yeah. okay. Why is that? I've said that before. This is the first time I'm saying in public. Uh, I just when he went to Fox, I didn't like how just like day one he's just like he had just gone against everything he had said before and just like um this is my new job I'm saying this now. Is he still at Fox? I don't think so because I think that that's not even what they hired him for or to had him on for. What do you mean I he think. worked at Breitbart though? So did he? Yeah. For, oh, okay. For a well, long yeah, time. He, well, he was he was on Fox a couple of times, uh, and I saw him, and I was just really shocked how fast he sounded the opposite of how he sounded before. How did he used to sound? Uh, well, he was. I wouldn't say critical of Trump, for example, but he was very honest about stuff. And then he went on Fox, and he's just like, "This is great." <laughs> it was like the weirdest thing it was like oh, watching I yeah mean, it's I like think... that's i don't even think that's why they wanted him on so i don't know why that happened but... i think well, anyway I, the main listen... reason i'm just calling him a pussy is because i want him to be on the show and i'm not going to get him on any you other should way ask him. so yeah, no should... no that's that's the other reason okay. anytime i try and talk to him online if it's at all critical uh, that shit gets blocked and like so no impression and, like i don't think it's him i think it's his fans do you think we'll be able to block people in real life just like put up a oh my god it's a matter yeah that's one of the sketches black, i want to do black although mirror black sketch. mirror kind of did a bunch of like yeah. uh owen and i had a bunch of like comedy technology ideas like that we were gonna do sketches oh. but then they were all covered in black mirror in black mirror but there's still a lot of room for comedy there absolutely like, absolutely uh, yeah. but the, the comedy more now is reality yeah, I think it, like a fun. Well, we'll we'll talk okay, about yeah. it at the brainstorm. I uh, love. I, I got some ideas that are like, so like real life it. Twitter that are gonna be. I'm like, so excited hilarious. to hear it. My dad, like a year ago, was saying that men are gonna start start fucking sex dolls. Like if women don't fucking figure out this movement men are just gonna go away and it's true my dad's very that's blunt happened. That's and they're fucking someplace. sex dolls i mean and these women look ridiculous like <laughs> i call them women these dolls look so real and so lifelike why would you need a woman when you have that like i get it you have to clean her out which is fucking gross but i get no one ever thinks about that part yeah. but i think there'll I'm, be some sort of uber thing that, that will take care of that <laughs> He'll just show up. Ding oh my dong. gosh, that's hilarious! That's <laughs> Comes hilarious. Comes the door. Here I am yeah. to clean up for you. Or, or it's just a fresh doll. That's you know, so like, funny. It's like on the airplane, you know, where you have to like you take all the yeah, wrapping yeah. off that's just to make great. sure it's sanitary. There's because like, <laughs> if it just shows up in an Uber, you're like you're like uh, if it's not if there's no seal, you're gonna be looking at the Uber guy like mm, right. Yeah, I don't right. know. <laughs> so I, I'm so I. It's just so cool that we've touched on so many topics. I love none of them science, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but, but I could. Are, do you mostly talk about science? Is that kind uh, of yeah? Well, yeah. No, I don't know. Okay. On the podcast, yeah. In theory, this is a science podcast. Do you talk about global warming a lot? Uh, not really. <laughs> well, I'm a huge uh, uh, nuclear energy proponent, so I talk about it in that sense because I'm very pro-nuclear energy. Are you and pro- you're from Ukraine, so you yeah, got some opinions about that. Are you pro-coal? Uh, like pro-coal? No, I'm not yeah. pro-coal. Okay. No. Um, I mean, I don't hate coal. Okay. But- <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm not I definitely, mad at it. I definitely don't think coal is going to be bringing anybody jobs. Uh, right. Maybe in the U.S. in the short term, but like here's a great example. So Germany shut down all the nuclear power plants after Fukushima, even though no one died from the accident. Um, anyway, they did that because of public response, public fear of nuclear. Um, well, now, but they're also, you know, they're like a super like we love 
Paris Agreement and all that. You know, they're trying to be like we're this Which super did green nothing. thing, and it completely backfired. Like the backfired totally because they don't have any other energy source now. They they spent all this money on solar, and I I love solar because I live in California where right. solar is awesome. But uh, there is not a lot of solar in Germany. Like it's not a cost effective thing to do mm. there. They're doing it anyway. So they're um, kind of you know in like, limbo right now with that. No, they just you know they they had to. They had to pull back their targets for what they had already agreed to because they mm-hmm. literally couldn't meet them without it. And uh, and then they also um, they started doing more coal mining. But here's an example of like how this will not employ any Germans. There's this one coal mine in uh, Germany where they have this giant-ass robot. It's like five stories tall, and it's just a bunch of like hooks that – uh, like like the front end of a bulldozer and it's on a giant ferris wheel and it just sits there digging into the ground and then it just goes into these trucks and one truck drives one way off to a town for a power plant in one direction and the other one goes to the power plant in the other direction this thing's feeding two power plants and so they're talking to the people uh, this is a little video of it and they're talking to the people who are running this robot and it's, it takes five people to run this robot this entire plant. That's how many people wow. are on site. They have they have uh, five people at any one time, three shifts. The entire plant. That's it. <laughs> yeah, the entire coal mine employs 15 people. That's crazy. <laughs> it's like that's, 50 people plus this giant ass robot. That's actually one of the other reasons we left Ukraine because of Chernobyl. I was, uh-huh. I mean, even though it happened way before, not way before, but before my time, it still affects even now. You should I go mean, back. You should go back. It's It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I don't like to discuss this a lot, but I do have a radioactive pussy. <laughs> it glows in the dark. I like you say that at the end of the podcast. <laughs> it glows in the dark, and uh, pe- you can tell when a guy's gone down on me. <laughs> I'm so stupid. A I'm so Yeah, you get a Geiger <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, well that's yeah, a great funny. place to end it all oh, right okay oh wow all right cool <laughs> thank you thank you for having so me so much for being on the podcast this is a really exciting and i'm gonna i i, w- I want to have you back i would love to continue at any time and i um can i plug my thing i'm yes absolutely oh, okay next week my podcast is coming out i just feel like we all have podcasts are like business cards now mm-hmm. but mine's coming out um uh with my partner alex getlin and we're doing um all comedy and also talking about sort of my my take on on a, the, my views anyway so that's coming out next week but um thanks for having me and i'd love to have you on mine i would love to be on her awesome. yes awesome thank you thank you